0: This week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast is brought to you by listeners like you. Head on over to patreon.com slash runeatdrinkpodcast and subscribe today. Fans, founders, and insiders like you help us keep the Run, Eat, Drink podcast going. And we thank you for your support.
1: Hi, I'm Jeff Galloway and you are listening to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast.
0: Hey, welcome to episode 116 of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. I'm your host, Amy. And
1: I'm your co-host, Dana.
0: Welcome to the show. We hope this episode finds you safe and well. And thank you for tuning in on your long run, on your commute, on just any day around the house. We are so happy to have you with us today.
1: And we don't really care where you listen to us, just yeah. that you listen to us. Yeah. So um, if just a quick disclaimer, if you hear anything that sounds like thunder and mm. lightning as we are recording, yeah, or it won't sound like lightning, if it sounds like thunder, <laughs> it's because we have a, yeah. a heck of a afternoon thunder it's, dunder happening right now.
0: It's pretty bad. So
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, just fair warning. You may hear that.
0: Yeah, but other than that, you should hear a fantastic show today for episode 116. Indeed. Because we get to talk about the continuation of our 30K gauntlet challenge from Metal Chasers. Yes. And we get to talk about two things that we love in the food and beverage portion of our show.
1: Food and beverage.
0: Food and beverage, but specifically food from one of our favorite local food trucks, Manja. Yes. And a brand new beer from one of our favorite breweries, Big Storm.
1: Yes, and we we didn't get an exclusive on it, but we were there when it launched. And we actually got to sample it before they even put it in cans. Yeah,
0: we had like a sneak peek. Yeah. I felt like... An elite. An, or like a VIP.
1: Or an insider.
0: Yeah.
1: And we know how good it feels to be, be an, an insider. insider. Yeah, we do. So, yeah, we got some great stuff for you guys this week. And uh, one's going to be the thrill of victory. The mm. other is going to be the agony of defeat as we are talking about our run today. Really? Yes.
0: Oh, well, he didn't tell me he was going to frame it that way. I did not. Before we started the show. But... Uh, do you do do you want to start off our run
1: portion? No, because I'm the agony of defeat. You're the thrill of victory. Well, shouldn't we end with that? No. It's just like the whole what? ABC sports intro, the thrill of victory, the agony of defeat. Oh. And you see the guy in the in the oh. in the skis just go off the oh. ramp.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So I'm the thrill of victory, I go first. You go first. Oh, okay. Get it. See, i <laughs> I'm catching up on the whole thing right now. This I'm I don't this I, is I would say <laughs>
1: This is what happens when you do it live, Yeah, but it's recorded live.
0: It's recorded live. It's all right. I get it now, but you've taught me something else about the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat and all that sporty stuff.
1: I'll show you the intro from okay. the old ABC Wide World of Sports. You'll understand what I'm talking
0: about. Okay. I'll catch up. Don't worry. So we continued our gauntlet challenge the 30k version of the gauntlet challenge and it is from metal chasers and by the way we have to say we interviewed bill and christina craig from metal chasers the founders the owners back on episode 113 which you can check out at run dot and you can click on shows and you can search for episode 113 or Metal chasers, what have you. But Bill and Christina this week celebrated their wedding anniversary, and I believe it was their 18th from what I saw on Instagram. So happy anniversary, you two. Thanks for motivating us and inspiring us to run these virtual races and be motivated despite the recent cancellations of all of our races – to this point this year. Yes. Yeah, yes. you have given us a reason to stay motivated, inspired, and given us some pretty kick-butt medals.
1: And let us indulge our geeky sides a little bit. I mean, we've, yeah. we've focused a lot on Marvel-themed races, which they've provided us some. Some Star, Star Wars-themed Wars, races as well. So Disney. Yeah. yeah. So this has been really, really great.
0: So we love it. So I actually completed all of the 5k's for each stone as of this morning boom boom and so you know i'm not in it for pr i'm not in it to i'm i'm in it to try some of these ratios and see what's going to be long term benefit sure and then when we get into the long run weekends you know I'm just I'm in it for the mileage not really for the time so for the first few stones for like the space the mind the reality and the power stone they they were all just they weren't for time really I wasn't trying to be really speedy
1: Mm -hmm.
0: on those and for for the time stone and for the soul stone to round out my Nano Gauntlet. Yes. Mm, the Tony Stark version of the Infinity Gauntlet. Right. The, yes, the Nano Gauntlet. Uh, I actually tried one specific ratio for each mile, for each second and third mile in these 5Ks just to see what I would feel comfortable with if the 1 to 4 ratio was still going to work out for me or if a one to, if I could push it back to a one to three or just playing with intervals at this time in training because it's not towards the end of the training where you kind of have to decide have decided your race strategy your nutrition all of that and you're and you're just kind of in the taper phase and and, and you're done and you just got to show up and execute Right. This is the time where you can play with some of those things to find what's going to work so you can be 100% confident when you hit the start line on race day.
1: So, And just so that our newer listeners who may have joined the Runcation Nation recently or are up to speed, we run using the Galloway Run-Walk-Run method. Yeah. So when you hear us talking about intervals, we're talking about a run and interval, ratios, and a yeah. interval and a walk interval. And ratios, meaning the mm-hmm. amount of time of of run to walk,
0: right? So, so I played with it, and I, you know, I'm not speedy like you, but I got in under an hour for the time stone and the soul stone, and I, I was just, I was playing with this last one this morning, uh, a 10:30 ratio for the entirety of the second mile of the five k, and then a 15:45 for the third mile. Okay. Yeah. Fifteen forty five, that's a that's one to three.
1: That is a one to three one to ratio. Three. Yes. And
0: the ten thirty.
1: It's also a one Same to three, thing. but it's a different
0: so uh, I'm trying to find like where's the where's the one to three ratio that'll work for me, or will it work for me at all? Right. And the ten thirty uh yielded a an average pace of six sixteen thirty six
1: per mile. Okay.
0: And then the fifteen forty five was sixteen seventeen. Wow, sixteen seventeen. So, it's I, like a
1: nineteen second per mile difference there.
0: And I don't know. I mean, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna have to use them both again. And and that's a sixteen. And I've done some speed work where I'll run a quarter mile with a one to four ratio,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like a six twenty four
1: and what was your weather and conditions like when you were doing this super
0: humid sun was beating down it was not overcast in any way the rain and and the overcast skies are saved for this afternoon and this evening right so it was the conditions were not as brutal as we've had in the past but they there was no breeze no shade it I was using a squoosh band to wipe sweat away. I'm telling you. So, I, I, you know, I know I have to get under that to be able to finish some races that may or may not happen here in the latter part of 2020. Right. But, I mean, it it felt pretty good despite the conditions. Well, that's good. And I did push, you know, so toward the end it felt difficult. So I know I have a long way to go. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get within the time limit of those two big races that we're hoping will still happen but. I think you'll
1: be fine i th- I think that when you are looking at your time here and you're and you're taking into account how hot and humid it was i mean the it feels like it, today is over a hundred degrees mm-hmm. you were running in in heat and humidity, yeah. You would go faster or you would have faster times if you'd started at maybe four or five in the morning, no sun, or you would have better times in a cooler environment where we're planning potentially to maybe possibly go run later in the year.
0: Yeah, yeah. so I mean, I felt pretty good about it. I think I should feel pretty good about the progress there because it was well under an hour Yeah, there at the end with the Soul Stone with uh, 54 minutes 22 seconds so I mean in plan with the ratios and that was including a walking warm-up for that 5k and also stopping to take water I mean literally stopping right to drink water in the driveway and then go on okay so that's not bad at all so that's then. pretty good
1: yeah and let's be clear you also started out at an hour and 11 minutes and change yes. And progressively throughout the course of this entire challenge, shaved consistently, shaved time off of your, of each consecutive 5K until you got down to 54 minutes, 22 seconds for your last one. So you shaved off six minutes, I'm sorry, um, 17 minutes and 19 seconds over yeah. the course of six.
0: And I think some of that is searching for the right ratio, the run-walk-run ratio, but also to work on form in terms of the cadence, the number of steps that I get, especially in the walk, because it's so tempting to the longer down. the ratio, the, yeah, the slow down or it, the longer the walk ratio to slow down or in the the latter part of the 5k to like, you're almost done. You're like, you know, you got to stay strong to the end and that can be hard. You want to slow down when it's hot, when it's humid, when you just want it to be done.
1: Oh, absolutely. So I also noticed that aside from the, the walk ratio where you might have the temptation to slow down. If I've got to manipulate my phone to change music, find music, uh, change podcasts, Uh whatever the case may be, I tend because again, human beings are not made to multitask. No. I tend to find myself slowing down. I I don't maintain Mm -hmm. the pace that I should.
0: Oh, yeah. Like, you know, when we're at water stops at races, I certainly know that is the time when I'm going to slow down the most. So that's the time to take the nutrition, take the water, and then maybe just try to turn over the cadence a little bit coming out of that right at at an actual race so so this so the stopping and and that and the the reduction in the number of steps that that i I know i have to work on that yeah but i also know in some races where you experience some tight quarters or water stops where you know it's going to be a bunch of people at once trying to get at the water and nutrition you kind of have to adjust expectations right and then and then kind of monitor afterwards to see how much time we need to step it up. Mm -hmm. So how did you do this week, sir? Well, um, I've talked enough.
1: I I have some news to report, but I don't have quite as much as you do. And the, the agony of defeat for me comes from not completing my gauntlet challenge yet. This was my long week. So on my long weeks at work, I work five Uh, five days during the week, 12 hours each day. So um, that basically gives me Wednesday, Thursday off during the week. Mm. And when I work 12, what often ends up happening is by the time I get home in the afternoon, the rain is Mm. not cooperating. So I end up not being able to get my run in or, having to do the run in the rain. And if there's thunder and
0: lightning, you can't
1: exactly. So things we've talked about before, Yeah, but I was able to get three of the six done and I will give, hopefully give a final report on the final three on the next episode. Mm -hmm. But, and I also, I thought about including, um, I was helping my, my coworker who accountability buddy wasn't back yet, uh, stay up and actually get a, a his power walk in mm-hmm. in the morning. And I was like, well, I could count these, but I said at the last episode, I was going to be doing some experimenting with intervals. Mm-hmm. So I just decided, you know what? I'm not going to count those. So I only counted the ones that I could do using run keeper, doing my intervals and, and getting it done the way I wanted to do it. So for the first three, for the space, the mind, and the reality stone, I started at a 555 with the first one. That's the one I got stormed on, mm. and yes, uh, that so I was kind that. of a. I put an asterisk next to it because at the very end, I, I did uh, pick it up to try to get out of the rain. Some, <laughs> yeah. Um, but for the mind stone, I, I did a 1050 for that one, mm-hmm. and I was able to go from a 4535 during from my first race or first run. Down to a 43.11. So, two minutes, 24 yeah. seconds were shaved off my 5K time just by running an extra five seconds every minute. Mm-hmm. So, the ten fifty ratio feels pretty good. Can't really complain there. Mm-hmm. Today, I was able to get the third rice in, mm-hmm. or third run in, mm-hmm. and I did a 1545 just like you did, but I did it for the whole thing. Yeah. And I went from the 4311 doing a 1050 down to 4132. So, you're looking at a minute 40. You're moving. Minute 39 seconds is is what I was able to shave uh, additionally. Mm-hmm. So, it was very hot, no shade, yeah. sun beating down. Uh. I did, I did mine at about nine thirty in the morning, yeah. or so. So, yeah, I mean, the conditions were not ideal, but was able to get it done. I felt good. I didn't really have any any problems with the with that interval, other than just the heat and the humidity.
0: So it felt like a good interval that you would use again?
1: I've, I've used that one plenty in yeah. the past. I'm pretty comfortable with that. Where I'm going to have some challenges, I think, and I'm going to be um, learning some things is going to be in the next three runs. Because? Because the, my next run I'm going to do a 20-40, mm. which is a 1 to 2 ratio. Yeah. Then I'm going to do a 25-35.
0: Are you Really?
1: And then a 30-30 is what I'm going to end the soul stone on. Oh, okay. So I'm going to be very curious to see. Again, what I'm trying to find is that point of diminishing returns. And maybe I won't find it in these shorter distances, the 5K. I'm trying to find the shorter distance or the the point of diminishing returns. As I put more power into it, do I get less result back? Mm, So. I'll be curious to see how it pans out and how those intervals feel. What I've also figured out is that it really helps me to have a day in between each run. Oh yeah. If at all possible. For sure. Um, Especially in this heat and humidity. If you aren't really, really hydrating, hydrating, hydrating. You've got to. Then it it takes even more out of you. And, and at work I do my best to stay hydrated, but sometimes that's just not really enough so, you know, it's kind of hard in that respect. But I should have the final report for me for next week since it yeah. is a training week for us and we are not traveling. True. So mm-hmm. I will uh, report back then and hopefully I will be able to share in the thrill of victory.
0: Now, do you want me to wait until you've finished to reveal what's on the back of the medal?
1: That's up to you. That's up to you. If you want to reveal it, go for it. If you want to hold off, I'm fine with that. Okay. We can
0: talk about it next week. Okay. All right. So, you know. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. He's going to finish the job, report back on the ratios, and I will talk about how much I love this metal and why next week.
1: But all this running helped us work up a heck of an appetite, and this (sighs) week we were able to... Satisfy that appetite at one of our favorite Southwest Florida food trucks.
0: Yes. And there has been a resurgence of food trucks lately. And food trucks have been really supportive to local breweries. Yes. Because breweries who don't have on site food, they have not been able to be fully open.
1: To have seating. To
0: have seating At the actual brewery right unless they have a food truck present so we we have been highlighting some great food trucks who have been there supporting local breweries and manja is one that we got to sample let's just say some amazing amazing menu items new ones because we first featured them back on episode ninety-seven.
1: Yeah, yeah, we actually had them almost—I uh, want to say it's almost a year ago.
0: I, it was—it was quite some time. It feels like forever ago.
1: Yes, personally,
0: but but we featured them back on episode ninety-seven where they had a, a chicken sausage oh. kind of hoagie and then an Italian sausage hoagie. Yes, but listen, they're always innovating, and they are always featuring new things, trying new things on their menu. And we were lucky enough to get a just a table full of awesome food and be able to give you the breakdown as we had it
1: at the brewery. Yes, we went to Big Storm Brewery and we got a sampling of food from the truck and we were shooting video for our... Um, Patrons through Patreon and through the patron program over on Podbean Mm -hmm. and the audio that you're about to hear of us doing the tasting and walking you through these menu items Mm. is taken from that video. So this is recorded live on scene in the brewery. So you get a little bit of the background noise, but not too bad. Mm. And um, it's just kind of our immediate takes on the food. Yeah. So... Here you go, our tasting of the food from Manja Food Truck, recorded live at Big Storm Brewing.
0: Hey, it's Amy from the Runny Drink Podcast, and look who is in front of the camera today. That never happens. Rarely happens. Yay! We have, through the magic of technology...
1: A tripod. A
0: tripod. tripod.
1: It's technology.
0: (laughs) It's technology. It's three sticks. Yes. And so he can actually be in front of the camera. We are here at Big Storm Brewing in Cape Coral. Ta-da! He's gonna be Vanna for a second. And we are enjoying not only a couple of new releases from Big Storm, their fabulous beer. This is their uh, American lager, The the premium. American, American lager, lager. yes cheers, cheers to your weekend sir mm. Mm.
1: that's excellent
0: I love a good refreshing lager in the summer and it's food truck day it is food truck day here we are so excited because the manja food truck is here and they have made us quite the spread oh this is a board of delicious smelling food this is it would be great if we had smell-o-vision just yes. like to waft it right here yes so what do we have well, here sir
1: they started us off with a couple of, of um, pretzels that were made at a local bakery here in cape coral but the real treat is that they made a beer cheese out of big storms oats and Hoes oatmeal stout and white cheddar cheese so it's a collaboration between the food truck and the brewery
0: yes and it's an unexpected beer that they chose yes so it'll be interesting
1: they also have the same beer cheese in a sandwich they are affectionately calling the schroeder named after the taproom manager here at big storm john schroeder friend of the show (laughs) yes and one of our founders on our uh, Patreon program. Thank yes. you very much, John, our for newest. being a supporter. So, um, and that is a cheesesteak made with that beer the cheese. The oats and hoes
0: and white cheddar
1: beer cheese. Yes. I'm sorry, it's happening. They're but... also letting us try a brand new addition to their menu. Yes, that is their yes. veggie sub. Oh. And I'm looking at this, this looks like peppers, artichokes, that might even be a slice of eggplant yes and that looks very hearty and it's got a garlic aioli on it
0: according to the menu oh,
1: oh yes and last but not least they have also a new addition to the menu this is an, uh, a spicy italian sausage patty with peppers looks like uh, mozzarella cheese and this is served on a crusty ciabatta roll. Oh, with the dots. It
0: looks so good.
1: This looks amazing. So, uh, I don't know about her. She's messing with her phone. Well, I'm listen, I've been eyeballing I, you this said successful. it was
0: mozzarella cheese. It looks like mozzarella,
1: based okay. on the you know the pulliness of it. It but looks amazing. Eyeballing this because the German. It's melted baker. Asiago. Oh, Asiago! It's melted Asiago. I have
0: confirmed from the menu. So. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt your
1: pretzel. That's important. Totally just a different flavor profile. Yeah. Um, I had to get into this. The bakery that they got this from is uh, BAM, B-A-M, bakery here in Cape Coral. Fantastic baked goods. Traditional German bakery. And, oh, the beer keys really preserves the flavor of the beer. Mm. This is amazing. Mm. What do you think?
0: The cheese is so tangy. Mm-hmm. Mm.
1: It's very easy in recipes, uh, for beer cheese recipes to kind of mm. lose the beer and kind of hide no. it and be afraid of it. They're mm-hmm. leaning into it here.
0: But it's not overly sweet. Like, no. So Oats and Hoes is an
1: oatmeal stout. Well, the oatmeal stout is just the heavier mouthfeel. Yeah. It's not a sweet stout by any stretch.
0: So I don't think anybody should
1: be afraid of this beer cheese. I mm-hmm. think you should embrace
0: this beer cheese.
1: Perhaps bathe the pretzel in this beer cheese. Perhaps, you know, rub it all over yourself, you know, whatever. That's not this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: not this podcast. I love the saltiness and then the subtle sweetness and the
1: tangy cheese. Yes. So good. Oh, okay, um, I'm going to stay with the same flavor profile. I'm gonna, yeah. Let's try this. All right. This is the, um, the cheese steak. It's the, the Schroeder. Cheese.
0: Let's get real. Oh. Uh,
1: I love their bread. They do a great job finding the correct roll that holds up, it doesn't get soggy and mushy and fall apart on you when you have juicy fillings, But it's still warm and soft mm-hmm. inside. Oh, so that bread is super satisfying. The, the steak is as tender as it can be. Mm. And oh every, every good thing we said about the beer cheese here yeah. applies here. Mm. So that is fantastic. Mm. Um, The Schroeder, as it's it's so aptly named. It's hearty and meaty and um, so good. We're hoping to be able to talk to the namesake a Mm -hmm. little later. Uh, We are here and they are doing a couple of beer releases tonight. Of course, the Premium American Lager. They also are giving us an exclusive look at their Apricot Sour, Mm -hmm. which is the third in a series of three fruited sours that they've done this month. Yes, the guava
0: and the pomegranate. Yes.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Which we talked with. Our friends at 8 foot about and the head brewer here Kevin Long yes so a few weeks ago
1: so what do you think do you want to do sausage or do you want to go veggie
0: uh, I mean well we've had we've had some let let's go veggie let's go veggie let's break it up yeah same I love. Roll. This.
1: this is the same same roll so it's, it's got this great uh, yeah. um, mm. feel to the bread it's, it's just got a nice uh, a, a nice toothsomeness to it so hearty Yeah when you grill, when you grow vegetables <laughs> Sorry. you tend to have the, mm. the vegetables give up moisture and that could really easily ruin a lesser uh, bun or a lesser roll. this does a really good job of this, maintaining its integrity
0: it's but it's not hard it's not mm. hard on the inside it's soft so it holds up to, right the, to the meat here but it holds up to the hearty vegetables in here I mean this
1: I love artichoke
0: on this
1: All right, that is and like, eggplant right mm-hmm. yeah eggplant is a great grilling vegetable mm. um, it will take on flavors of really anything you cook it with oh. it's a great sponge mm-hmm. for seasoning and for oil yes. so you can oh. add a little fat to it um, this also has artichoke which is you know when you get pickled artichoke or artichoke hearts they are so tart Mm -hmm. What a great component. This this Mm. is satisfying, and you don't miss the meat.
0: No, because the eggplant makes it such a meaty sandwich.
1: Yeah, the eggplant, the texture of the eggplant, and the eggplant is also really easy to get wrong. If you do it wrong, it turns out bitter, Mm. and they didn't do it wrong. This
0: is perfect. And I think it was really great to do artichoke and eggplant because it's... Different texturally, yep. and then goes so well with the bread, just to give you a hearty sandwich. It's not like it's also, here's here's your slice of mushroom and that's it's also it. Got some roasted red it's, pepper. Oh,
1: those roasted red peppers are great. Right. It's delicious. So mm. this is last but not least. Amy is uh, a huge fan of Italian sausage. I am and their sausage that they make is so good. We we actually talked about it on an episode. When we
0: had um, a sausage hoagie, a sausage sandwich, you had I
1: had the chicken sausage. The
0: chicken sausage and I had the spicy Italian sausage. Uh, they
1: do a chicken sausage with Asiago cheese and roasted red peppers that is to die for. It's so good. Their spicy Italian and the and the sausage hoagie was fantastic. I am very curious to see how this turns out. And it's a patty. Yeah. And it's, it's a patty. It's not a, okay. That's not a sausage patty. That's a hamburger made out of sausage. But it's huge. Like, look
0: at how thick it is. It's not like a breakfast sandwich thin. Tight
1: and again, they went with a oh. really good bread choice. A yeah. nice, crusty ciabatta roll. Oh, and there's some red peppers there's, here, it's just so satisfying. The Asiago cheese, good bread can make a sandwich. Oh. oh, the spice from the sausage is incredible. Instant sage bomb. <clears throat> there's a little and a the little sweetness. sweetness. What is that?
0: That's from the pepper. That's from the pepper.
1: No, the, right. no, no, it's from the um. There, there's a balsamic glaze. Yes, that's too. That's what it is.
0: Ah. But, but I got the, the, pepper, the pepper right, right away. very sweet. I got the pepper with the sausage right away. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh. You could not go wrong with this. Oh, my gosh. Mm. It's so good. That's the satisfaction of a burger, but the Italian flavor of a sausage. sausage. So. So delicious. Sausage. Mm
0: and we have tots with this which are super crunchy which also
1: are probably going to get totally overlooked because we have so much food here oh,
0: but and you know when you see mm. a pretzel this big you would think that it, it was soft but it's it's crunchy, crunchy. And, I, and it still soaks up the flavor of the beer cheese yeah. so it's a different um, bread texture here than here
1: and here, and here and mm-hmm. here. All three. These are three different types different. of bread, three different textures, mm-hmm. three different flavors. Uh, do you have a favorite? Gosh, it's so hard.
0: You know, like, so you all know from the show that we eat vegetarian vegan six days a week. Mm-hmm. And I just think if if we were coming level on level a level day, level day level that level I wanted to be straight up and. It's, as good as you can be it was not like a day seven and yeah, yeah. not like an indulgence day I think this would be so satisfying this would be so satisfying and it would give you just so, so filling so hearty and you're not missing a thing not having meat here so it's it's a unique offering because not not all food trucks have a vegetarian option that is so hearty and so filling right you know so that's that's what I would say in terms of just being unique and different. Right. But I mean, sausage is my jam. Mm-hmm. Also the stick—I can't. You can't. Mm. I can't, you can't,
1: I can't. You can't decide? I
0: can't, I can't decide. I don't, I love them all. So you have to decide.
1: Okay, I'm deciding that Amy's favorite is, uh, no, I'm not doing it. Um, <laughs> he knows, you know, like, honestly, he's there's, a smart there, man. No, there's no, there really is no wrong answer here. Um, mm-hmm. I, would, I would say that if I'm gonna Get pick off. if I'm gonna pick the sandwich, I'm probably going to lean towards the cheesesteak only because you're so getting, so getting such a heavy dose of the, um, of the beer cheese. But that is Only meat.
0: because because the meat is incredible. The meat is
1: incredible, yeah, but sure. if if the beer cheese sure. were taken out of it, I'd probably go with the sausage. That's not this, uh, mm. So that's just me.
0: The sausage is so good. Yeah. It's all fantastic. And I think if you come with friends or family, if you get one, one sandwich and you have it split, yeah, I mean one sandwich oh, okay. one it's sandwich so with the top and the beer
1: and all that is gonna be perfect So filled. Yeah. 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 So If you're coming down to Southwest Florida, if you're going to enjoy the beaches of Sanibel, if you're coming to Cape Mm. Coral, Fort Myers, and you're looking for food trucks, look up the Manja Food Truck on Facebook. We're going to have a link to them in our show notes. Yep. They're all over Southwest Florida doing their pop-ups during the week and on weekends. Our friends here at Big Storm I think are going to be having them more frequently.
0: Yes, and they're fairly new, so sometimes they'll be uh, a last-minute addition in some of our favorite places, which we love.
1: Yeah, so you really uh, are in for a treat if you come and and, uh, try them. And of course, one of our favorites here in Cape Coral is Big Storm Brewing come here check them out their new release is the premium american lager
0: yes the premium american lager and we'll be
1: talking about this more in depth uh later on in the show
0: yes so cheers cheers to awesome food from manja and awesome beer from big storm and thank you for tuning in for this boy i really hope you ate something before you listened to that segment because hearing it back i'm hungry It just, it, uh, my mouth is watering, and all I can think about is that homemade Italian sausage patty. Oh, that, you know. I mean, everything was amazing.
1: Everything was amazing, but that one jumped out at me because it's, you don't expect a, a sausage patty the size of a thick burger.
0: I know. You think about, oh, it's a sausage patty like a breakfast sandwich, you know, like a fast food breakfast sandwich. No. Nope. It is not that at all. It is the... Most amazing sausage patty. I cannot tell you enough. Of course, you experienced it through our virtual tasting there that you listened to.
1: Yeah, we wish that (laughs) there was a way to offer the smells and the tastes to you. All we can say is come on down to Southwest Florida and find them. Yes. It's going to be well worth your while. And, you know, we only went through those items. They have a lot of other stuff on their menu. I mean, it's a... it's a well-rounded menu without being too big there's it's not like they have so much there that they can't you know they do of course that the the fact that they were doing the partnership with big storm and doing that beer cheese oh for the cheese steak
0: oats and hose beer
1: cheese most of the time again most places (sighs) you don't expect to get a beer cheese made out of a stout it Mm. is amazing that that beer cheese i you could put that on a spare tire and it would taste good we need it again but they also do you know they do um you know pork roll and cheese they do uh, on on ciabatta, they they are doing italian style pulled pork with balsamic glaze eggplant parm and chicken parm meatball Uh. parm everything they've got uh, there's nothing on their menu over nine dollars yeah right now nine as of right bucks, now
0: except for a, a, a side of tater tots everything is 9 bucks
1: right and that's 3 bucks Aww, uh, so you for can the side or tater tots. really well for not a lot of money and it's the portions so are enormous
0: oh my god like you could you could easily get that italian sausage patty sandwich and split it and it comes with tots and you would just be so full
1: yeah I, well, absolutely
0: oh my goodness
1: absolutely so good so Check them out. We're going to have a link to them in Mm -hmm. the show notes. Yes. And uh, when you get down here to Southwest Florida, seek them out Mm. at uh, local events and breweries.
0: Well, now before we go on, we should say that we have a fantastic interview with John and Nancy from the Manja Food Truck. Yes. For... Our insiders, as part of our Patreon program,
1: yes, Um, insiders are patrons who commit to ten dollars a month sponsorship. That gets them all of the backstage access, Mm -hmm. some of the extra video that we shoot. So, Mm -hmm. you know, aside from getting the descriptions that you heard here, you also get to see the food, meet the owners, and kind of get an idea from them what. Their motivations are, passion. They're passionate about what's coming up. Inspiration. Amy was pumping them for information. Yeah.
0: For future menu items. Hello. That sounded amazing. So I think that is some next level insider stuff.
1: It absolutely is. But regardless, if you want to just help out and support the show, Head on over to patreon.com slash run, eat, drink podcast, and check out the membership levels. We have uh, the fan level starting at $2 a month, heading on up to the insider level at $10 a month. Any sponsorship level at all really does help the show. It helps keep the bandwidth flowing, mm-hmm. helps keep us able to continue accomplishing, exploring, and indulging with you And we've got some awesome perks to go along with each of the membership levels.
0: Yes, and if you want access to it over on Podbean, if you're a Podbean user, you can go to patron.podbean.com slash run, eat, drink, podcast. The levels are the same. The fan, the founder, the insider, $2, $5, $10 levels. We've had such phenomenal response from runners at races who say, we love what you're doing. It's so cool. We want to support you. How can we do it? This is one way. Patreon.com slash run, drink podcast. Or patron.podbean.com slash drink podcast.
1: Yeah, and if you're a Podbean user, just go into our main podcast page. There's mm. a button right at the top that says become, become a patron. patron. So that's just simple. one click.
0: So it's simple. And we cannot thank... All of you enough for your support of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast.
1: Now, we were filming live on location at Big Storm Brewing here in Cape Coral. And it is only fitting that we are able to give you guys a review of a brand new beer release from one of our favorite breweries.
0: Yes, it came out. I mean, what the... We might have sampled it before it was released.
1: We did, you know. It, it it is nice of our friends over at the Cape Coral Tap Room to you know give us a little sneak peek at what's yes. going on. We were were doting on the fact that uh, you know. W- there are two times of year at Big Storm that they really, really shine. Mm. Um, they have a, a, a fantastic stable of beers, I think, all year round.
0: All year round. Their core beers are great. And they really we are. know that firsthand because one of the very first beers that we ever talked about on the show, in our quick bite, in our very first quick bite for the show, almost four years ago. Almost was the Wave Maker Amber Ale, which is one of their core beers.
1: And that's one that we get a growler fill of all the time still to this which day. Which is
0: just delightful.
1: But we love it when they are getting ready for the Hurricane Series, mm-hmm. which is the start of hurricane season being June 1st is mm. right here on us. And they, yeah. do, they do their series of Belgians, but they also start getting ramped up. Oh, early for their Oktoberfest and one of their talking about it. One of their beers that they do for Oktoberfest is their German Pils,
0: which we love the German Pilsner. Oh, my goodness. It is.
1: It is a fantastic, light, crisp beer. And they were getting an early start on that because they really had such an amazing response from the community. To that beer, that they couldn't keep it in stock, they had to pull it and hide some kegs.
0: I mean, you know, so they'd have
1: it for their Oktoberfest celebration.
0: I I might have asked them about, you know, can you just can, can we buy a keg and keep it here?
1: When well, <laughs> well you're you're <laughs> only only partly joking because we we said, you know, we don't own a kegerator no, yet. No. And there are few beers that I'd be willing to commit to a kegerator for.
0: But that pilsner.
1: That's one of them.
0: Oh. Oh, yes.
1: Yeah, without a doubt. Oh, yes. but So they were trying to get an early jump on that and get some German pills brewed. Mm. And as uh, happens from time to time in the brewing process, a happy accident occurred. Well,
0: whatever they did in the brewing process resulted in a lager instead of their German Pilsner.
1: Yeah, they, you know, they were looking for a certain color and clarity Mm -hmm. and um, just a flavor profile that is what their recipe is supposed to produce. And then, I don't know if it was a change in the grain that they used. I don't know. Or what. I mean, you know. And even the brewer says, he goes, yeah, you know, sometimes things happen, but it turned out to be amazing. Yeah. And... That's when we got our sample.
0: And we're like, okay, we're just, we're so on board. When will you have it?
1: And they just released it this week.
0: Yes. And we are so glad that they did. And they have it in cans and they have it on draft. The American premium lager is 4.7 ABV. And it says on their website when it's on draft. It's described as our American premium lager is golden in color with shades of copper and a firm white head. Flavor is subtle with mild green and malt sweetness with a hint of German hops. This beer will take you back to the good old days of lager
1: brewing. And I think the description is absolutely spot on. We are, as we are recording this, we are both sampling mm. a can. And yes. not only did they get it brewed... And then they got it canned. They mm-hmm. designed a can just in the last few weeks. The can is even kind of evocative of of uh, you know, a little bit of Americana. It's yeah, just a cool, it seems patriotic um, to me. Almost like, and, but also a little bit retro, almost back to like the 1970s, yeah. 60s, 70s. Yeah. And it is just a a crisp, refreshing, very easy drinking yeah lager that is similar to the pilsner but has a little more of a toasty maybe caramelly hint. I,
0: yeah, I think it's the 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 slight malt sweetness
1: that they talk about in the label.
0: And and it's not quite the same breadiness. No, it is not. Yeah. But it's still such a great hot weather beer.
1: Oh, this is this is, this is a perfect, perfect weekend beer for yeah. yard work, for the pool. Mm-hmm. And I I'm when I, I talk about hot weather beers, I tend to default to those things cuz those are two big hot weather activities here yeah. in Florida and and uh. something you can you can basically spend your whole day doing. But it at, could be at the beach. Oh, if you absolutely. have a cooler
0: of the cans, you know, or if you're poolside or I mean, you could be washing your car. Mm-hmm. You could be I mean, just outside. You know how some people have kind of like little driveway parties, yeah, with with their seats, their oh, lawn not chairs, Adirondack, but, yeah, lawn not, chairs. but I love Adirondack chair, but yeah, their lawn chairs and like you know some some neighborhood goodness, absolutely, just yeah, that it would be great, but it would also be great for a barbecue. And this is a season fraught with occasion for for good grilling.
1: Oh, absolutely. Being out there. And I like the fact that when you pour this, this this gives you, it's, it's a, a slight, uh, they say golden in color. I, I say golden bordering on amber.
0: Yeah. Yes.
1: But when you pour it, it is just like the iconic you know, nice color. And then Mm -hmm. when they say the thick white, firm white head, it does, it really gives you Mm -hmm. a a nice white head that will subside over a a couple of minutes, but it, it has a nice, um, firmness to it. It's just, it's a picture perfect beer when you pour it.
0: And I don't get any bitterness or major hop flavor, like, you know, like a like a pine or a citrus hop would be very no, pronounced. No. I don't get that at all. Not at all. Very mild hint of hop. Yes. Yeah. And it's not the overriding flavor. Not at all. Yeah. Uh this is not hop forward.
1: Nope. This would be a great beer with burgers, hot dogs, mm-hmm. steaks. Yeah. Um I think this is just a a great it's a job. Great it's a great happy accident. I hope that they they Whatever they did this time, Can they, they
0: just keep doing it. You
1: guys write it down, yeah, and make notes. Keep doing it,
0: whatever it is.
1: I think that people are going to love this beer. Yeah, I, I know how the German Pilsner was received, oh. at least in the Cape Coral Tap Room, and
0: well, they didn't have it anywhere else. You know, I mean, they couldn't keep it anywhere else either. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> in the, in the Tampa area, you know, Clearwater, Pasco, yeah. they're <laughs> they're running out of it up there too. So, uh, I think that they'll have the same, I guess, blessing or problem with this. Well, it's a great problem to have.
1: I think they will. And I would love, I think we'll have to like grab a four pack, set it uh, aside, and then wait for the German Pilsner to come out because I would love oh, to A B compare these.
0: Gosh, I would love to do that. So That's so smart. That. We should yes. do that. Yes, for so, sure. So
1: that'll be on an upcoming maybe quick bite or something like that. Yeah,
0: we can't we can't wait to experience like we said with the start of Hurricane Series there, uh, hurricane season their series of category beers mm-hmm. and their anniversary coming up and we if you have Big Storm Beer near you, you should definitely indulge in it. Because there is a style that Big Storm offers for everyone. It could be an IPA, it could be a lager, it could be a Pilsner,
1: it could be They just released a series of two of two sours and a third is on the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've done a guava sour and a pomegranate sour. Yep. Both are only at four percent A B V.
0: And an apricot, I and believe. An apricot is, on the is, on the way. is coming. Yeah.
1: So I'm so. very excited to try that one.
0: Yeah. So I, they just, you can find something on their menu for your palate.
1: And they also even have some very premium beers that mm-hmm. they sell as bomber releases. Yeah. That tend to be their barrel-aged offerings mm. that are higher higher potency, higher ABV. Sippers, yes. The fine wine of beer. Mm-hmm. But great stuff.
0: Yeah. So we'll link to their website in our show notes.
1: And they can be found in Southwest Florida and in Central Florida. Yes. So yes. And then they're, I believe, distributed uh, in, throughout the state. hmm So.
0: Yeah. And in other states, too. Yes. So you can head to the Big Storm website and you can find their beer throughout this country in various states. Do yourself a favor. Try it. It's awesome. And Cheers to the American Premium Lager.
1: Well, this week we welcome a brand new founder. Yay! And speaking of Big Storm, John Schroeder, the taproom manager at Big Storm Brewing here in Cape Coral, was kind enough to sponsor us personally, not not as a company sponsorship, but personally, Uh, $5, and he's become a founder for the show. So, John, thank you so much for Believing in us and helping us keep the lights on here at the Run, Eat, Drink podcast.
0: Yes, and sharing our passion for running, eating, drinking, accomplishing, exploring, and indulging.
1: And he told us yesterday that listening to us is what's gotten him back out and yeah. running in his neighborhood. He's huh. up to doing two miles a day now.
0: Which is fantastic. So We're
1: very excited for you, John, so keep it up.
0: Yes, and look for your name on our patron wall at runeatdrink.net.
1: Yes, If you love what you hear and you want to keep the lights on, you can become a patron and support the show. There are multiple patronage levels from $2 to $10, each with their own special perks. Find out more at patreon.com slash runeatdrinkpodcast. Or if you're a Podbean user, go to patronpodbeancom slash runeatdrinkpodcast.
0: And that puts a lid, as one of our fellow favorite podcasters would say, on... This week's episode of the Runny Drink Podcast. So thank you for joining us wherever you have. We are so lucky to have such a great Runcation Nation that subscribes, downloads, listens to our show. Really, from our hearts, thank you for tuning in. And we can't wait to talk to you next week. So for now... I'm your host, Amy. And I
1: am your co-host, Dana.
0: Stay safe, stay well, and we will talk to you really soon. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Run Eat Drink Podcast. We're having a great third year because of your support. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Run Eat Drink Podcast. And on Twitter, we're at Run Eat Drink Pod. You can also give us a call at 941 677 2733 or shoot us an email at info at runeatdrink.net. Visit our website at runeatdrink.net and click on the subscribe link so you don't miss a minute. Accomplish, explore, and indulge right along with us. We'll talk to you next time.